0: That is a great shirt
1: Thank you oh, It's my, my favorite Star Trek shirt And I have many of them This uh, my favorite This is now. the one That's I, great I
0: make it so Yes oh, that's so
1: I cool. make it so yeah. every day <laughs> <laughs> uh, That's awesome uh, Well welcome yeah. to our humble booth How long have you been doing
0: this? Uh, Oh, uh, uh, D&D? Oh, very cool. Um, I have been playing for 21 years. So I've been playing since I was 10 years old. Uh, I got put in a group of adult, very welcoming adult strangers by my mom, uh, who was like, "Brandon needs a hobby, and then threw me into me into this game. Uh, they were very gracious to play with, like a kid, and like teach me how to play the game. But very quickly, it was like, oh, they're playing their own thing. I'm gonna, you know, round up my other ten year old friends, and I've been rounding up friends to play this game ever since. <laughs> oh, yeah, the my so Literally the gateway drug for D and D for most people. I have been pushing this for years. Nice. All right, I, yeah, I've been I've been this man on the front lines getting these <laughs> Wizards <laughs> products out here since day one. No, for a long, long time. Yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. Uh, <laughs> I, I haven't played
2: in 20 years, so that's the thing. Very cool. I, um, you know, I played, and then I did like Vampire the Masquerade. Hell yeah, I played
0: Vampire yeah,
2: a lot. We, we used to go to a college in the library and play it there. Did you do LARP? That was sort of like, yes. like a... Yeah. I didn't dress up, though. I wasn't... There were people that did, but I didn't dress up. I wasn't. A...
0: Yeah. <laughs> well, you're talking to someone who extremely did dress up, so I'm right there with you. Uh, uh, no, we did... let that? what you call it, Carla LARP, I guess. Yeah. Where it's like you're not running through the woods, but you're right. like kind of in character. The, the um, I did at Bard College, which I didn't even go to, but I just was tapped into the vampire scene there. What, uh, <laughs> has been in the vampire scene for a while. <laughs> Uh, but no I used to go play there as well really really fun Um, uh, but if you haven't played D&D in 20 years so the newest design of Dungeons and Dragons 5th edition which is what we play on the show in Dimension 20 is such a wonderful streamlined version all credit to like Mike Merles and Jeremy Crawford and all those guys over at Wizards that have been designing the game because it has never been easier for new people to get into nor or like just straightforward, emphasizing the fun parts of the game. Like, Ally played for their first time on season one of Dimension
3: Twenty. Yeah, I had never played before, and Brennan Brennan explained it perfectly. He was like, "It's like storytelling with gambling," and I was like, "Okay, <laughs> I'm in." Like, <laughs> cool. that sounds awesome, and it, that's exactly what it was. Yeah, yeah very exactly. fun. Uh, and
0: you <laughs> and Allie are both like house improvisers at UCB in Los Angeles, so they get comedy improvisation. You know, everyone on the show is. College or cast member, or who just has a long history of comedic improvisation. Yeah, I interviewed uh, the guys that did the IMC. What was that show? The
3: oh, Boyz. Yeah. yeah. I interviewed those guys. Uh, oh, they're great. They were
2: awesome. They're like, so you know, fun. All of a sudden, they're talking about Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, and I'm like, "You are my people." Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. They're great. They're so um, funny. Yeah. All those, those, oh, those are UCB guys. Yeah, they're, they're all, all UCB. guys. guys. They're, they're all, all guys. Yeah, they're yeah. UCB There's house too. Oh, very yeah. cool. Yeah, they, uh, they actually got. Uh, they're starting the IFC through Bob Odenberg. Yep.
3: And they got to make their show, yeah. Oh, yeah,
2: they had some great stories about Bob. Oh. Like,
0: he went to bat for him.
3: Yeah, I'm sure There Bob's were some sketches that IFC we were like, no, we don't What's want that? to put those in.
0: And then Bob went to bat for him. Yeah. Some birthday boys line, which is the one, like, a family can be anything. It can be this, 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 this. Or then it can just be ten dads. Yeah. And it's all ten of them in, like, a full Canadian tuxedo, like, jeans and denim shirt, all hugging each other. That's so funny. Oh, yeah. And, like, they go way back in their knowledge of, like, like I don't know. Improv and comedy
2: Like we're talking yeah. about uh, Fernwood Tonight yeah. Like, yeah I can't believe you guys Remember Burnwood Tonight This is insane <laughs> like Fred Willard and Yeah yeah man.
0: It's really fun We had a, we had an interesting Challenge with the show So you know We're, we're So Dimension 20 is like Dropouts like D&D that. actual play show And the challenge we had With it was We wanted to do something In the brand of comedy Because that's sort of What Dropout is And that's what College Humor's brand is But Uh Sort of, at least my take, having played DD in my whole life, is that a lot of comedy D&D stuff kind of makes fun of D D a a little bit. And I think we're at a point in 2019 where all the biggest pop culture franchises are like Harry Potter, Lord of the Rings, Star Wars. Like, we're at a point where no one needs to be tongue in cheek and be like, ugh, goblins and elves. Right, yeah. We're all into it. Yes. Look at this shit. Why
3: disparage it? Why disparage it? Yeah. Everyone likes it's it. Yeah. it. It's honestly the dominant pop culture. When people are like, I'm such a nerd, I read great graphic novels. I'm like, right. you're not a nerd. That <laughs> yeah. is cool. That's, that's cool. You cool.
2: enjoy both versions yes. of Aquaman. Yes.
3: Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. You can like
2: both versions. Yes. It's cool. It's fine. You can like totally.
4: big, strong Aquaman, and you can like sleek, intelligent Aquaman. Yeah. There was a guy here <laughs> Which one's tent. which? <laughs> <laughs> and That's the
3: best part. <laughs> I like trucker Aquaman.
0: Yeah. There you go. Yeah, Cowboy Universe
1: Aquaman. Yeah, yeah. there uh, was Apple a guy universe. at the booth
3: yesterday who said he, had, he was watching our comedy sketches online and then saw that there was something about D&D and he was like, oh, I wonder if they're going to be like making fun of it. Like, let's watch the sketch on D&D. And Washington was like, oh no, they're just sincerely playing D&D for an hour and a half. <laughs> like, <laughs> what? I, this is real? And it was like, get well, ready. His idea was, was fantasy high. Uh, so uh,
0: the microphone is not right capturing either. this, but Allie and Lou are both pointing very hard at my face. <laughs> um, the Almost touching, touching, fully touching now. Uh, now touching. Oh, uh, yeah, there it
2: is. Uh, <laughs> okay, cause
3: cause I
2: haven't played <laughs> in a long time, but I listened to some uh, cool. podcasts that do D&D, and I started watching Geek and Sundry stuff. Hell yeah! And, like, you know, uh, what's his name, Will Yeah. does, uh, the, like, the Painters Guild. Yes. And I can just sit there, because, like, I miss Bob Ross. Esa 沒在到身- oh. 沒在到身- Oh, yeah. I right? might as well just yes. watch Wilfredo. I love Boy Meets World. I might as well just watch him paint miniatures. And now I'm learning stuff, you know. And now I'm like going to like buy like figures and paint them. And i you know. Oh god,
0: it's so. Fun. I mean, it's everything awesome. about the hobby is so gripping. And we, so, so we, uh, I brought this idea to College Humor at the same time that they were actually thinking about approaching me to just ask me any way to run some actual play because this space is really exciting right now and there's a lot of awesome work happening within actual play at the moment. And what we. Basically pitch pitched was, rather than trying to find comedy by making fun of the genre, let's find comedy by doing what all sitcoms and comedic theater do, which is not kind of sit back and comment out of the side of our mouth, right. but just commit and really double down. And we have some of the best improvisers in the world on our show that are just really deeply committing to funny situations and characters. Yes. So rather than like ha ha it's snark snark snark. just
2: creates itself. Exactly. You don't have to force it or make disparage like the whole...
0: In our world, in our world, we're doing a mashup of like John Hughes Breakfast right. Club, high school AU stuff, with high fantasy tropes. If you just commit to that idea, that's a wacky enough idea that you're going to yeah. find comedy just through the truth of adhering to that world.
1: Yeah. I and everyone with the high school. Yeah, so. yeah, And like for me, who's, I'm not d and D player, but I know the world yeah. of D and saw the John Hughes stuff, I was like, oh, oh no, no, this is me. Like, <laughs> yeah, totally. Uh, Pretty in Pink, that's my favorite movie like yes. ever. So, for me, I was like, this is something I could get into it's on another accessible. level. And accessible to so everyone, accessible. yes. I totally agree. And I love, it's like seamless. Like, I'm looking at these miniatures of like, the cafeteria one, right? So like, there's a creamed corn monster, yep, yep. and there's the evil lunch league. Like, it fits in the D&D yes. world. It's like, why didn't anyone think of this
3: before? <laughs> yes. And our artist, Rick Perry, is amazing and made all of these, some of them, like, full-on custom, right?
0: Oh, yeah. Like, you see that we got our big villain over here. That's all kit-bashed and unique. And Rick just has a shop where he and his team just slice and dice these minis build these sets from scratch. That kit-bashing is no joke.
2: It's, yeah. no, it's jo- no joke. no yes. joke. I've seen yeah. that. Like, that's one of the, like, that Geek and Sundry, like, Bill joke. Like, they were kit-bashing. I'm like, what is this? And that whole episode is just incredible. Yeah. It's
0: incredible. It's also really wild to watch a full film production team break down their work so that everything happens in a two-foot-by-three-foot grid.
3: The, uh, the right. clap. Oh, yeah. The like, scene They have, clap, a, tiny like, scene oh, they have a tiny little <laughs> slate. They have a tiny little slate. Rolling. Click. Yeah, yeah. very itty-bitty. Um, but it's really
0: wild to watch all this incredible work. And that's one thing I think that kind of we try to do with our show because a lot of shows in the space right now are live streaming which is awesome because you generate this community around watching the show it's a, it's like a television event right like back when radio people, broadcast yeah radio that,
3: like yeah totally
0: so with ours because we are uh, taped and edited actual play we were like okay well what can we do because we're going to be on a streaming platform so people can watch it kind of anytime to really try to set ourselves apart and like make a worth a, a, an offering worthy of the genre Right, um, and so what we did was we basically said we're going to make the best sets and minis we possibly can. Gotta stand out now, yeah, and and also I think we, uh, shout out to Michael Schabak and Kenny Keeler and Santiago Bazzi who are our camera crew because when we film the battle episodes, we get all of our cameras these tiny little Osmos down on the level of the minis. So like this big dragon mini right here actually is like towering over the camera. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's you know in that in that vein of like Robot Chicken and other stuff like that of being really fun yeah, like sure. how oh, the toys come to life kind of yeah. thing Yeah,
3: I think another thing we did of like so instead of live streaming and everyone kind of comes together around the airing of the show, we have Discord, and I think that was our way of saying like, oh, here's a small a community candidate. where everyone. And we yeah. made our own Discord channel, Do and there's people a, like, give you fan art and stuff. Oh like my that. gosh, it's gorgeous! Do people delivered fan art to us to yesterday at the show. That was
4: like
0: oh,
3: amazing, uh, an amazing poster. artist so cool.
0: stayed and signed it, and we freaked out.
4: Yeah,
3: friends.
0: yeah, it's it's amazing. Fan art is so far away. and away, like. It's so unreal to have people lend their incredible artistic talent to rendering something that just because they care about it. You know, I, my friend Kendra Wells was talking about, like, oh, this is how an artist shows love and appreciation for a piece of art. Yeah. And it's incredible. You can really
3: feel it. Yeah, yeah you're you like, can really wow, feel this it. was a one off joke that I said I'm wearing a tie dye t shirt, and now you've, like, made this, like, gorgeous rendering of me in a tie dye. Or, you know, like, yeah, any little on a specific. Piece
2: of or this. Yeah, yeah, you're like, wow. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Helping bring
3: it to
0: life in a different way.
1: Right, exactly.
0: And it really is, it's like a beautiful, looking at it from a bird's eye view, it's like a beautiful ecosystem of artists like... Artists creating work about a property that they really care about, and then they get to share that, and the community that also loves that art gets to then share that artist's work, so their work is being seen more broadly. Yeah. And then it, it's like it's a beneficial relationship between the creators and the artists, the artist and the community, the community and the creators. It's just a very cool way to watch these artistic mediums grow and flourish and invite more people into kind of the joy of the show. But
1: like if you think about it, like for me, like when I think about D&D, I think of it as a very communal. Experience, right, like, mm-hmm. I think uh, you guys have all seen Stranger Things. I'm yeah, sorry. yeah. Like that—that that, the image of the boys sitting around the table and like playing the game. Like to me, that's what D D is about: is out forming those bonds. And like you guys are doing it on the big screen, but you're still connecting with people on yeah. an individual level, which is like very—it's very hard to do that in in mainstream media. But I think it speaks to how much the community loves. What you're doing,
3: and they love the property.
1: Like yeah. that, you know, that's that's the, the world thing. to me. Yeah. Thank you so much. I mean, right?
3: Brennan is amazing. I think it's your like philosophy background at bringing like lightness and heaviness. Like so, the show can be laugh out loud funny, but you're still so invested with the characters that when their dad resurfaces and they haven't talked to him in a while, we were like literally crying around the table. <laughs> like there were some real heartstrings in this season and like arcs and stuff where you're like, whoa, shit, Brennan, like yeah. you me <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, well, like all good comedians, I'm deeply sad. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> good. 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 Uh, 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 <laughs> nobody... <laughs> I think it's true that, like, for a story like this, because we tell a 30-hour story in yeah. season one. So that's, like, a Mondo episode, or Mondo season of, like, television. Um, it's a lot of storytelling. And so you have to think, I find narrative threads through that. You can't just do yucks for 30 hours. Well, People sure will tune we. out. Yeah. So it's the idea of finding a really meaningful set of characters and then the humor is originating organically in there. But then also there's, I think, a lot of moments where the danger is really powerful palpable, or there's really human stakes with their relationships, and there's emotional stuff going on, uh, and I think tonally, a lot of uh, things like d d are very good at finding those different story elements. Sure. Uh, and I think it's also something where people that watch our show love the element where you're not only getting to know the characters, but also the players. Like, you're seeing people authentically surprised. Like, there's a miniature here that when I took it out of the box, put it on the table, these two and our other four players <laughs> genuinely reacted with shock and dismay. Yes. Uh, and I was livid. <laughs> and it wasn't the corn cob monster. No, oh, no
3: yeah, I,
4: I was ready for that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The cream corn. Even though it monster, kicked our ass, yeah. it kicked it our ass. Up. But I saw that
0: <laughs> Yeah, Ali's character full died in that I fight. I full died from that corn monster. Could you tell? Oh, wow. Spoiler alert. Characters and yeah. like
3: yeah, yeah, of course. yeah. Uh,
0: Please. <laughs> Well,
4: I'd love to. I play... <laughs> Your character would force himself first. I would go first. <laughs> this feels right. No, I play uh, Fabian, Aramaeus Seacaster. <laughs> I'm very much the rich, prissy, bratty jock of the group. I'm a fencer. Uh, uh, I'm like half-elf. Uh, my mom is just a, your classic, like, wine mom, drunk all day, doesn't have a job. Uh, and my father's a brutish, uh, scallywagging uh, pirate captain uh, who's left his uh, days of pillaging behind and uh, is just kind of the richest man in town. Uh, and so, yeah, kind of very, like, breakfast clubby uh, John hughes just like, so rich, can't can, has trouble connecting with anyone poorer than him. Uh <laughs> (laughs) Like truly, like all very tropey and very like familiar feeling of just the bratty rich kid. So are
1: you like the Blaine and Van Pank? He's also... Or are you more like the... Honestly, he's
0: kind of like Johnny from The Karate Kid. He, he's oh, like... Oh, that was he's, yeah, okay. That was I, I, okay, fine. I take that. He's I a kid that. that we've never gotten to see as the hero before. Yeah. He's always... But, like, like the rich kid who got every single break, and is, like, the bad kid jock of, like, my father will hear about
1: this. Oh, yeah. Yeah,
0: okay. If you beat me up, I go tell
4: my father, and he gets your dad fired. Yeah. Uh, Has your character changed over the seasons? I mean, uh, I think over the first season, there is a there an arc of redemption and I will say at the beginning it was hard because people on the Discord would talk about me and just be like Fabian's mean to all the other characters and I don't like him yeah I know. <laughs> that's awesome
2: though but no exactly getting that means the exact character reaction you were I, know, it, I don't especially I guess, was,
4: used yeah. to and
2: <laughs> Roddy Piper was the guy <laughs> everyone hated but yes. then they loved him for it exactly you, you, you
4: love to hate him
2: and you hate to
4: love him it's that's alright so the love for me, my character by the end is real because it, it, we, it, we actually built it up
0: uh, yeah, yeah, his look, Fabian's face turn in the show is like extremely gratifying yeah. and like very, very touching. Yes. yes. Uh, uh,
3: oh. Yeah, my character. I grew up uh, like a church camp kid, very like squeaky clean. All, like church was my whole life, and I was like, I want to play that character again. So her name is Kristen Applebee's. Uh, I was sponsored by the chain restaurant, and uh, no, I'm just kidding. Did Legal you go to her button. Legal her buttons was buttons very buttons concerned. Our lead yeah, they, be very adamant that, that not be <laughs> the This. So you've got, you got a one star on
2: Yelp then. I guess. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, go there when they're Got it. Got it
1: got
3: I was it, like, easy. I. Yeah, exactly. That's me. Um, yeah, uh, she. so she's uh, extremely sheltered, but is, like, pushing herself out into the world in this kind of, like, Jesus hung out with sinners kind of way. So she's really misguided and constantly trying to convert everyone around her. Okay. And uh, her arc in this season, I think, is, is asking deeper questions and opening up her mind and seeing, like, my parents only hang out with people who look exactly like them, and there's this whole other world, Golden.
2: Is it like Westboro? Uh, yeah. Of,
3: it's all it's it's almost that because there is a little bit of hate from my parents. Like you hear yeah, them talk just... about like illegal aliens at one point, like really up in arms, and yeah. I'm like, yeah.
0: But uh, <laughs> through, it, everything's through the through the, the lens of like worshiping Helio, the god of corn. Mm-hmm. So like all of Kristen, Kristen's like a, a cleric. So in the in the game, Kristen is, like casts healing magic and divine magic and stuff like that. Uh, but in the show, it's like so cool. What I love about Kristen's art is its based on one thing Ali said in second episode that was a pure piece of improv that I never could have written or planned for became the character's entire arc of the story because it was you talking you uh, so Kristen died in this fight oh yeah uh, but was brought back that's right and- oh. momentarily went to the corny gates was there in front of Helio and Sol the god of the sun and you know Helio's like my child Kristen it is not yet your time return to the world of mortals and you into this amazing fucking move, where you were like, "Oh, thank you so much, it's incredible." Quick question: Why does evil happen in the world? And <laughs> oh, yeah, your God yeah, just yeah. literally went later and stabbed yeah. you, yeah. down And then Christian was like, "I think my God
3: sucks. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I think he wouldn't answer anything." <laughs> I finally got to see him, so then that started my crisis of faith. That just kind of domino okay. through the season, where I'm looking for new gods. I'm trying to see what else is out there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but it was funny because I was rolling so well in the beginning of the show that everyone was like considering my religion.
4: Yeah. They're like, yeah. "Should
3: we he praise Helio? And yeah, a second I a yeah. I was like I and write like yeah. twenties one after the other,
0: and everyone's Dude, like, the "People on the Discord wow. like accepted you as savior." Oh, okay. Yeah, no, for sure. Yeah, absolutely. exactly.
3: Yeah. I
0: was like, "Wow!" Uh, but no, it was yeah. really fun, and it's great too because Ali has a background in philosophy as well. So I think a lot of what D and D is about, and a lot of what we try to do in this show, is it's just great improv and storytelling between friends, where you're looking at your friend across the table and being like, "What's the experience you're trying to have? How do we make this gratifying?" So when someone makes it easy for you by going like, "I'm going to do this," like start as a heel and then have the turn later or I'm going to like I want a crisis of faith to dominate my character it's so fun to then get to explore that with people as someone leading the game uh, and doing it in front of the camera and having people like be really into the show has been like so deeply gratifying awesome. Now, NPC
2: characters have you... Okay, I I, I said something right now. I'll just (laughs) let you roll with
4: it. (laughs) I mean, the NPCs in this show are unreal because of him. Uh, Brennan is a world-class dungeon master, or game master. I don't know what that means. I Brennan
3: counts NPCs to go to sleep. He just (laughs) fully formed NPCs that he comes up with. The
4: (laughs) NPCs in our show are unlike, I don't know, unlike any other. They're so memorable, and the world of Elmville is so... uh, Uh, perfectly built and like tight and we kind of really get a feeling for all of it and so we like return a lot to our NPCs because we are all, all of it is kind of concentrated in this small town like any good 80s movie is and so we really do return to the ice cream parlor, we come back to the school, we hang out with my dad a lot Uh, and so we kind of see these NPCs over and over again and they get so well we get, they get so well flushed out that they feel very much like parts of the story not like tools that the NPCs uh, that the PCs interact with to like get us to the next thing totally
0: uh, and I think it's fun too because there's like first of all it's really fun to do a story about teens because most D&D adventurers in regular D&D games are like I'm an orphan my parents were slaughtered by orcs and I was raised by wolves I have two dark steel long swords and I am the hero of darkness and you go like oh you get like you have nobody in your, you didn't, you haven't like made a friend in twenty years, like nobody. So with these guys, they all made their characters, and coming up with their families was the most fun part. And then you get to go because what's so fun about doing a mashup thing in terms of like John Hughes versus D and D is you find like oh, what's the best way to fantasize that character and what does that reveal about the character to us? So, like, the rich kid always has a super intense dad, right? Like some super, like, arch-corporate, like, CEO dad who's like, you're going to get on the football team and you're going to... And it's like, okay, what's the way to do the most intense version of a dad? And so we make this character Bill Seacaster, who's Fabian's dad, who's like, shiver me timbers and walk the blind, right? This insane pirate who's, like, always on a hair trigger between either, like, kissing you on on the head or just stabbing you with a dagger yeah, and the stuff. Like, you cannot read it's where th- in nothing... Yeah. One extreme or the other. One extreme or the other. Uh, or like uh, our, we had a cast member, Emily Axford, who uh, thought she was an elf, turned out she was a tiefling, meaning she was part demon, because her mom had had an affair with a demon and there was a divorce and her two elven parents got divorced. So we met her, we got to meet, I was like, what's the funniest kind of character to be like a sad elven man who's going through a di- a sad man going through like a divorce and it's like oh an elf like an ancient immortal elf so we had this character Gilear who's like daughter I'm living in a new apartment downtown it's not great yeah. I've got an air mattress out right now and like hitting all those trucks You always had yogurt on eating ramen, eating ramen. yeah exactly yeah. guys it's like I'm looking for work right now there's A few irons in the fire. We'll see if anyone calls back. You know, like, just hitting these, like, very sad tropes, but in the, like, high elf, like, Orlando Bloom Legolas vibe (laughs) of it. Um, so a lot of the MVCs were very fun for that reason, of like, how do you take, like, an 80s movie teen trope and then plug it into this high-value... Yeah, research
2: has to be great, just watching, like, 80s movies. Oh, it's the best. That, yeah.
0: I mean, research is like yeah. uh, me, me watching movies for, like, the fifth or sixth time right. in most cases, but yeah, absolutely.
2: Yeah. Um, how, how old would you say your audience is? I mean, how,
4: how young to, to what age I mean. I mean, there's one thing I've learned at this con. It's that it really there's a there really Huge, is a breath. Yeah, totally. Uh, brand? I think
3: the younger people are more active on the Discord because that's kind of like a younger thing. Yeah. It feels like, but not to say that everyone on the Discord is super young. But yeah. people at this con that I've met, it's been like, oh yeah, everyone.
0: There really is them. a wide swath. I think a lot of what dropout is, why the dropout is appealing is uh, you know there's the, we're not mediated by censors. We're not mediated by advertisers. It's our own platform so we get to make cool uh, uncensored content that's exactly what we want to make and I think that we're in an age of streaming services right now overall for that exact reason where a kind of consciousness is out in the world right now compared to the early days of the internet where it's like yeah free everything where people especially thanks to websites like Kickstarter Indiegogo that kind of start to put the economy of creation on People's minds, people go like, Oh, I'm paying for content one way or another. Either I'm literally paying for it, in which case I get exactly what I want, or I'm paying for it by having advertisers control everything that I watch and see.
4: Yeah, exactly.
3: Pepsi Cola presents. Exactly. Indeed. So I think Oh, that... great. I get to watch the same Hyundai commercial. Yeah.
0: Yeah,
1: exactly.
0: Great. So. I think that Dropout does appeal to a broad swath of people, Uh, and we've seen it here at the convention, because it's basically anyone who has liked our other previous College Humor stuff coming, and then not only seeing our show, but seeing all the shows offered on the platform. And what's so nice is you can kind of lure someone in with the promise of I'm actually, or Dimension 20, or total forgiveness, and then they're there in the party with everyone else, and they wander over to someone else's show and start watching that. And it's so gratifying, and all our collaborators at College Humor are some of the funniest, hardest working people. Totally. Uh, uh, it's re- it's been really awesome to be in like a kind of startup mode, but with an already established company behind it. Yeah, a sure. humor.
3: Dropout is like what you get when they sat all of us down and they were like, "Pitch anything, we'll make it." Like that's yeah. what you're seeing is like the most insane, awesome. disparate I, show. I love, it when, made, I love yeah. it when I love
2: like, it when like when MTV first started. Yeah, you know, yes. It was just it was bananas. It was a circus. Like, if you can cheat or, same thing. Like you know what I mean? Yep. And then and, and so now you're you're in that uh, that ground level. You totally. know, Kind of like shape this and make this the way that you want
0: to. Now, Dropout is it is it four ninety nine a month? How does uh, this it's work? actually I, now I'm going to get this wrong, but yeah. it's I think it might be three if you buy the annual pass so you buy all twelve months up front. Uh, I think it's actually three ninety nine a month. Okay. Yeah. Um, uh, but there's a different scales depending on how many months you buy at a time. Uh, but then you get access to our Discord channel. Uh, you get all the shows that we have. And on,
3: we're doing one new show a
0: month. We're doing dropping a new title a month <laughs> indefinitely. <laughs> well, we're wow. so, busy. Uh, so the and because of all the back of content, the deal only gets better with each passing month, because there's more cool stuff already on there. Uh, But we also offer a one-week free trial, so if you want to go there and check out your favorite show, just get a taste, taste, (laughs) go and binge every single Jake and Amir video that was ever ever shot, you can do that. Um, uh, But it's been really exciting, and we, right now, have so we're gearing up for Season 3 of Dimension 20 because Season 2 is already in the can. Um, we're, we're doing some smaller Dimension 20 side quests with like, guests coming in, awesome. uh, which is very fun. Our next side quest, we got uh, Re- uh, Reka and Trap from College Humor. And then Matt Mercer, Erica Ishii, oh, nice. Amy Vorpal, and Ibi Wadiwe are playing as well. Um, i very familiar with the name Matt Mercer from all my friends that yep. are Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Matt is playing in a game with us and he was like the sweetest guy That's and awesome. also just the funniest that was the funny thing about playing with a bunch of these D&D streamers and then college humor comedians was it was like oh cool we have streamers and, and comedians this will be a fun interesting balance and it's like oh our comedians are so nerdy that they immediately get D&D and these D&D streamers are some of the funniest fucking people I mean like watching like Iffy and Amy and Erica and Matt all rip. On these comedic characters because they all play serious characters a lot. Yeah. They like cut loose, man. It's oh, Very very awesome. fun. Yeah, that yeah. one's yeah. Already, shot, do, like, right? already shot. That one's already shot. Holiday themed
2: episodes and things like that. Or... We
0: actually in season two. I don't know if this is a spoiler. We do have a holiday themed episode oh, yeah. of season two. Uh, so no, no
3: holiday. Ar- uh, no getting way into you. Arbor. Day. I'm, I'm, I'm I'm the the core yeah, you're <laughs> the corn muncher.
0: Very eco minded yeah. on the show. Yeah, absolutely. Holiday episode. Cool. Yeah, we, we, got we got one. We got one, we got one. We on the way. Um, so that's very exciting. Uh, but it's really cool, and it's an anthology show. So every single season is a brand new world, new characters, new exciting adventure, which is really great because. Uh, most D&D shows are very long form content uh, uh, which is awesome so if you want to do a deep dive like NADPOD our friends make is like there's like 50 episodes in the net right now
2: it could be daunting to like start with something that's like you know so many seasons in or whatever so what we
0: like and you know our episodes are already like an hour and a half to two hours long it's like watching a movie when you sit down to watch the show yeah. and but we have you know our first season 17 episodes and it really ties the hell up so you can sit down and watch 30 hours of Fantasy High and and not have to be daunted by like okay like what episode do i start on what it's like you start on episode 1 at the end of episode 17 you will have watched a full story that's
1: perfect that, that that's great yeah because yeah. You, you you make a great point when there's like three seasons available you go oh i got to start it from season 1 episode 1 to get what happens in season 3 yes. and it's like you can kind of just jump in wherever yeah. and watch a complete story and it's an, yep. that's
0: great thank yeah. you and it's, and it's fun it's an anthology so we get to come back and see these guys and they get to stretch their wings and play new characters and new worlds yeah. so let me fly baby yeah. Me yeah. Fly.
3: <laughs> yeah it's really fun for us yeah. yeah absolutely anything new
0: you know what I mean just
3: yeah. anything new oh
0: yeah, yeah. Uh, and especially because like you know you, when you s- get that catharsis and conclusion of one character's story at least for me like it's always that joy to like okay what's the next adventure Yeah. I is think it the, the same idea. school no, it's a whole new world. Oh,
1: so each okay. season is a whole new absolutely yeah. Absolute yeah. New brand new This
0: is Aladdin yeah. and Jasmine, baby. It's a whole new oh, world. Wow, every time. Awesome. Yeah. I'm oh, wow. going
2: to have to edit out that Disney reference on the podcast. <laughs> oh, yeah. No Applebee's. No
4: Disney.
0: But no, it's true. So so um, we've already announced our next side quest, which is called Escape from the Blood Keep, which is all like sort of evil-themed, very like powerful, evil PCs. We haven't announced anything about season two yet, but it is it, an extremely different world yeah. than this okay. one. Okay. Um, so it's new world, new characters, but every full season we get the original cast back, so it's Lou, Allie, Emily, Murph, Siobhan, and Zach every season.
2: Now, yeah. do you retire these these uh, uh, models and everything, and do, do you auction them off, or charity stuff, or I don't
0: know? That is something that I would love to consider doing to auction off, to auction off the original models for charity. Right now we're holding on to them primarily for situations like this. Yeah, and then also to, to like showcase them. Um, people want to see them up close. If they've you know been watching the show, they definitely want to see it up close. I yeah, mean, these absolutely. are some
2: of the stars
0: of the show. Yeah, oh, I mean, right? they, no like, kidding. Look, the, the show is myself and like these six incredible improvisers at the table, and then the show is Rick Perry and his amazing team, and then uh, you know Shabak and, and uh, Santi and the other camera people bringing this to light and there was an initial conversation we had about how the minis would work because explaining to the people that don't play d d very often they can kind of be like oh these are like Let's play with them like toys. And what's interesting is 80% of DD is played in your head. Where you're narrating such each other. So most DD players don't need physical representation. I've already been imagining my character, right? In the role-playing scenes when we're just doing dialogue. So the job of the minis is not to represent the characters as much as it is to represent distance and space and combat, and therefore it is not to be like a toy, but actually to allow you to suspend your disbelief as easily as possible so it should be as cinematic and cool as possible so when we were filming it I was like bring the camera low make everything seem like it's a movie because that because like a movie is how we've already been imagining it while we're playing right uh, yeah it's like reading a book you know You can everybody has it in their, in their brain
2: it's yeah. what's being played out so I
0: already got it my friend John Trubber I just I uh, uh, took a long time comedy friend and had him play for the first time which is my favorite thing to do is to get new people to play and he literally said after we played he was like oh it's like living in a movie he's like this is the most Uh, addictive thing I've ever
2: experienced and gambling and gambling right yeah everything you love
0: to do I'm (laughs) relapsing if you have a problem do seek help yeah absolutely yeah for sure uh no 100% um yeah it's been a dream it's been a total dream um And then the con has been awesome too. CTET has been a total blast. First year here? First year here, yeah. It's been absolutely awesome. Yeah.
1: Well,
2: I mean, you have any
1: final questions? No, man, this was amazing. Yes! Like, oh, my God. For me, like, as I said, not being a and d person, but being a John Hughes 80s movies person, this is something I could easily watch. I, I could sit down and watch this and yes. be totally engrossed. Yes. And watch so episode is it. about an hour
0: and a half, you yeah. say? So. 90 to two hours, yeah. 90 minutes to two hours.
1: That's great, though. Yeah, I... Again, like... This is right up my alley. And I think that for any of our listeners who, like, maybe don't earn d d but they kind of like this idea of, like, living in a movie, yeah. just watch it. Absolutely watch it. I'm, like, engrossed by this screen right here that's just playing yeah. in a loop. I but, don't think yeah.
2: you have to
1: play in order to just watch no, it. Yeah, no, no. A lot of our fans have never played before,
0: and in fact, a lot of our fans have never played, watched the show, <laughs> and then been like, I gotta play. Yeah. And started playing. Because it really, you know, we, it's very lightly edited, We really are just, like, seated there at the table. Table, but the editors do do a great job of getting rid of like the, the breaths and like us doing math at the table and stuff like that, so that it really is this show of like incredibly shot minis with a bunch of really funny fucking comedians getting really into a game and their characters. Hell yeah!